When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome into the Nick State of Mind podcast. Matt Castillo here with Chip Murphy and Danny Small. Uh, jumping right back on the pod as uh, the last episode, we broke down a little bit, you know, the start of the season. Uh, but then we featured uh, last night's game, which this is now Wednesday, uh, the 27th of October. So Tuesday night, we took on uh, the 76ers. And we talked about this at the end of the last episode. And I, I actually miscounted on the losing streak. Uh, so I wanted to start off and, and make this note. I said it was eight games in a row that we lost. Part of that is because my phone wasn't loading up completely and I paid no attention to the year that I was on. I was in 2019. So there was another little like you could slide it up and move up, but my phone didn't load that half of the page. So that's all I had. And then after it, I realized I was like, wait a minute, this thing is longer than eight games. It's a 15 game Mm -hmm. losing streak uh, that we had versus the 76ers. Uh, and of course, you know, we felt good about it, Chip, um, last night, thinking that this probably is the day that we will end that losing streak. You know, going into the game, I had a good feeling about it. Uh, and that's exactly what the Knicks did. They got a big win last night over the 76ers. You know, we talked about uh, the three ball, right, in last night's episode. You know, should we, should we, you know, fans be thinking about maybe we're living and dying by the three ball, which, None of us thought that that should be the case. Uh, and three ball was a big effective part of last night's game as well. I think at one point, I think the Knicks were like plus 30, you know, on the scoreboard from three pointers over the 76ers. I mean, I mean, we were just we we're punishing them. Uh, so it's, it's good to see that we snapped that losing streak. It would have been better if Ben Simmons was playing. I, I wanted to finally beat Ben Simmons. Um, you know, I, I went today into um you know my student teaching them at now and i'm in a middle school so kids follow sports they know all this stuff i was telling them you know my knicks are playing on tv tonight and a couple of them came in to me and said you know ben simmons wasn't playing so you know you you got lucky and just trying to mess with me so i made them run a couple extra laps for trying to give me a hard time today for sure but you know ben simmons are not the Knicks just spanked them last night, and it was a beautiful thing to see. So, what would you, you know, started with you, uh, Danny, uh, since we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Uh, what are your thoughts on last night's win against the the 76ers and, and us snapping that that long 15 game uh, losing streak? It, it's been since April 12th of 2017 that the Knicks beat the 76ers. Well, what I will say is that Ben Simmons is still undefeated against the Knicks. Yeah. Yes. So, that's, we just, they, Say what you want about him, but he's still undefeated against the Knicks. That's like a quirky, uh, 
quirky little stat that is stuck in my brain for whatever reason. Yes, it's uh, in mine as well. Yeah. So there's that. And then the other thing I took away, this is more about Philly than it is about the Knicks, but Embiid just looks horrible so far. Like he was he was just a wreck yesterday. And you know, say what you want about Mitchell Robinson's he he I do think he's a really good defender, like potential all NBA or uh, all defense in the future kind of defender. But I mean, it wasn't like Mitchell Robinson was just completely dominating him. It was almost like Embiid came out from the start and yeah. just looked like he was running in quicksand. Uh, looked like he didn't really want to be out there. Uh, I know he's got something going on with his yeah. knee, with his knee that is kind of slowing him down. But I mean, that was that did not look good for the Sixers going forward. I mean, obviously we've seen Embiid kind of with these ebbs and flows physically throughout his career, with you know whether it's injury or being in shape and whatnot. But I mean, he just he really didn't look good. And if Joel Embiid doesn't look good, Ben Simmons isn't playing. The Sixers are not very good. I mean, this Tobias, is our lottery team. Tobias Harris is a, is a good player, but he's not a solo star who can who can kind of lift this Philly team above, uh, you know, the issues that are going on there. Uh, so I I mean, good win for the Knicks. Obviously, you you play who's in front of you, but I think they caught Philly at a very 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 opportune time, um, which helps kind of uh, overcome the bounce back of that pretty ugly magic loss because that was a bad one caught him at a good time but also maybe exposed that too that too yeah a little bit yeah Yeah, i don't i don't want to you know i don't want to take too much away from the knicks because hey they were money from three in the beginning kemba walker Mm -hmm. looked great Uh, rj hit a couple shots julius finally looked like he was comfortable enough to say like okay i can kind of take a step back everyone else um everyone else can bring something to the table. So like, I'm not trying to take too much away, but at least for me personally, the one thing that I took or like after that game, that was the first thing that came to my mind was just like, wow, the Sixers kind of look vulnerable right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And one thing you kind of mentioned, Julius Randall kind of looking like, okay, I can kind of take that step back. You know, I look at Randall last night and at times kind of looked like, you know, uh, uh, several stretches of the game, to me at least, where, you know, he looked a little frustrated. Like some shots just weren't falling. You know, might have been over trying, driving to the basket, not making too many bodies around him. And to me, though, I, I think it talks a little bit more about the depth that we have this year, right? Like if Randall kind of struggled like that, this is a game that we would lose a year ago. Like we we needed Randall. And I, and I think you tweeted it, Danny. You were talking about like, Randall doesn't have to hit those shots that he mm-hmm. had to hit a year ago because that, that's exactly it. Like he had to hit those tough shots. Yeah. Or we weren't winning these kind of games. It's not the case this year. Yeah. And I think last night was a great example of that. I don't think it was Randall's best game. I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Anybody obviously can't see themselves. It wasn't Randall's best game. You know, it wasn't a disaster or anything like that, but it just wasn't his best game. But yet the Knicks still were able to win big. And a big part of that are guys, you know, stepped up. And Kimba Walker is one of those guys, Chip. And we were we were talking about Kimba yesterday, um, you know, talking about we want to see him look a little bit more aggressive out there. Kind of sometimes looks like, you know, he's still trying to feel comfortable, still kind of find his place. And and not that we were worried about it, not that we were concerned about it, because we figured down the line he's going to settle in 
and he's going to be the guy that we, we hope to see. But Kimba had his best game as a Nick last night. Uh, what did you think about his performance in the win against the 76ers? Yeah, on the pod with Ariel, we, we talked a lot about Kemba needing to let the offense come to him and need to be patient with Kemba, and then he just went off last night, pretty much did the exact same thing. And, yeah, it was it was the Kemba coming out game, pretty much, is what that was. And Kemba was just Kemba. You know, he made seven shots, five of them threes. I, I don't remember exactly, but I assume all of them were pull-up threes. All five of them. I think one of them might have been catch, might catch have been. and shoot, but it was it, like most of them were that. Yeah, just coming off yeah, like that high coming screen. off the screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he was. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, best game as a Nick. Obviously, he was just uh, like I said, breakout game. Took a I charge was, or two. Also took a charge. Which yeah, will very, go a long way is, with Tibbs and yeah. go a long way with Tibbs. And it was vintage Kemba mm-hmm. move to take a charge too. Yeah. And yeah, it was fun to watch him play well, finally to break out and do something like that. You know, it meant a lot to him to do that. And yeah, I like it was just fun to finally beat the shit out of the Sixers, no matter right. how, no matter how Embiid looks. Obviously, mm-hmm. he looked like he didn't even want to be out there, much less play well. Like Danny said, uh, Mitch didn't even need to play a A plus defense and beat Embiid. Pete didn't even care about that game. Right. Like. But yeah, Kemba was Kemba was great, man. Kemba was Kemba. I, I don't know how he's going to be for the rest of the year, but and last night against the Sixers, he was excellent. And, you know, and and no doubt, you know, as we're saying, Embiid wasn't, he didn't look like his typical self that we can see. But if I could give a little credit to Mitchell Robinson, and I know you guys are not taking away anything from Mitchell Robinson. It's no, just not at all. like mm. the one thing that I was really happy to see from Mitchell. And we kind of seen him do this, you know, a- as he continues to get out there. And But early on in his career, any head fake, any kind of mo- – he was up in the air. He was fouling. You know, I, I thought he did a pretty good job even when Embiid tried to get him to fall for one of those like pump fakes or jab step. He kind of just stood his ground and, and for the most part just contested the shot a couple of times, you know, picked up some fouls. Uh, but the fouling issue doesn't seem to be uh, a, a major problem with him. And that's something that's been trending in a better situation uh, or in a better, you know, rate over the last season or so. Um, but, you know, one of the guys that I, I, I felt like we had to really kind of slow down, not get going from deep was Seth Curry. He did absolutely nothing last night. Like the game before, I think he had 27 points, something like that, and just went off from behind the arc. I think, I think, he, had, I think he had 23 in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. Something so. like that. Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. hot going. And, and then sometimes that's all you need, you know, mm. to get that that guy to kind of then, get you that cushion. Yeah, I mean, he's not his brother. It, no. You can, you can basically, like, go either, like, face guard him or just, like, right. change up your scheme to take him away. So the fact that he scored five points in the last three quarters, I think that just basically means that they just took him away completely. Right. The Knicks didn't didn't even let it come to that. They they played right. great day on him. And I know Danny Green hit a couple threes in uh, was probably the third quarter or so. But I thought they did a really good job at defending the three point line. Um, Yang hit a couple too, but their three pointers came so late in the game. It was like they needed such a big comeback to to overcome that, you know, whatever it was, 25, 30 point deficit. 
um, that it was just too little too late. But the Knicks just that, I mean, obviously the three point shooting is the talk of the Knicks so far because they're putting up a ton. They're shooting pretty well. And they're also still like everyone said coming in this year. Oh, everyone's going to hit shots against the Knicks this year. Last year was a last year was just a complete fluke. Teams just missed shots against the Knicks. But so far, I mean, so far, so good. It's the same, right. same thing. And again, I always preface these early season, uh, early season takes with like, you know, four games is not enough of a sample size to really know for sure. But so far the three point shooting looks like real, um, yeah. a real, a real improvement. You know, and for our three point shooting again, at one point in the game, and it was like third quarter. Knicks were shooting like 65% from behind the R. They finished at 43%, which is still lights out, you know, knocking down 16 threes in the game. Uh, you know, one of those was uh, quickly shaking up his old, old uh, college teammate, mm-hmm. almost making him fall, which was kind of fun. And then, you know, of course, right now I'm just getting the kick out of, you know, seeing quickly make a play like that. And Toppin's only played about 12 minutes, but nine points in 12 minutes. Um, Great you know, energy. Also plays out there. Great yeah, energy, it, yeah. it, it, it's it's all you can really ask for. And I'm, I'm just enjoying watching them uh, contribute, even with their, their small minutes that they they're getting right now uh, as a part of this, you know, loaded, uh, you know, 10 guys that can come in, get, get minutes from it. Uh, so just a really good, nice win. And it feels good to snap that losing streak against the 76ers. I mean, it's crazy because they were showing the clips of uh, the last time we beat them, which, you know, I, I, I'll tell you what, I don't even remember that game. And, and when they showed the highlights of it, it was Camelo's last game and you know, they were showing some of the guys. Maurice yeah, they Endure, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were that. showing him on TNT, and I was like, I, I can't – who who is that, you know? Mm-hmm. Trying to think back through. I got, his face is familiar. I couldn't get the name out myself. Um, but now thinking back on it, like, I didn't watch that game. I, I, didn't, I didn't finish that season. Uh, you know, I missed that last game because I was playing softball. And just the score was ruined for me. So I'm like, screw it's last game of the year anyway. So now I remember. So I was gonna say I I don't don't remember the last time we beat them, what that game was like. Uh and you know, especially the way that we lost some of these games last year to the 76ers, where they came down to the wire and we just we we had some heartbreaking losses uh to them a year ago. So just to finally be on the right side of the scoreboard against them is pretty good. Uh, yeah. It's a good I, feeling for sure. I started covering the Knicks. Like I started writing for ESNY in the 27-2018 season. So this is the first time since I've started covering the Knicks that they beat the Sixers. So what you're saying, it's your fault. Maybe. Maybe you're I was the, the bad curse. luck charm. Yeah, maybe gotcha. I was the curse. Yeah, yeah. What okay. Is it? 0 and 15 with uh, yeah. since I since I started writing about the Knicks. So all right, one 15 go. record. All right, yeah, you know yeah. anybody wants to blame it's yeah. Danny. Maybe that's blame a sign. Danny. I, I got to get out now. That's <laughs> I've run my course. Uh, but of course now, uh, looking ahead, we have uh, the Chicago Bulls on Thursday night. Another fun game for us because I, I I'm not gonna lie. You know, I'm sure you guys are right there with me anytime the Bulls are on our schedule, especially with the way the offseason went and how so many have put the Bulls ahead of the Knicks and how many have ran with that narrative that the moves that the Bulls made should have been the moves that the Knicks had made and brought in the guys that they did. And, you know, you look at people's projections of the season, they have the Bulls higher than the Knicks. 
Uh, you know, it to me never really not that the Bulls aren't a good quality team. I recognize that, but I just I feel that this Nick team is better. And obviously, one game isn't going to, you know, prove anything, you know. But from a fan perspective, it you don't want to lose this game. You want to go out there and beat the the Bulls and kind of have that narrative kind of squash for a little bit because we do lose this game. Let's be honest that those, you know, those tweets are going to be back out there. Um, you know, people are going to kind of push that ahead and they're off to a good start themselves. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think they've lost a game, right? They, they, they come into this. Yeah. They're undefeated. So far. Yeah. They yes. haven't beaten anybody, but no, they, they beat yeah. Detroit twice, you know, like, it, and the headlines of any game that they, they played is like, man, the Bulls dominate. It's Detroit. I mean, they also they almost gave the Raptors a win. Was it uh, yesterday or Monday? Whenever they played the Raptors, Monday, I think, I yeah, think it was. Monday. Yeah, they they were up like eleven with a few minutes left, and they gave the Raptors every single chance. Fred Van Vliet was like just all over the court, um, but they ended up holding on. But it was it wasn't pretty. The only thing I know for sure about the Knicks Bulls game on Thursday is that I'm going to want to mute whichever fan base wins the game on Twitter mm. after because right. whether it's, it's the Knicks or the Bulls, yes. they're going to yeah. be annoying, and it's going to be like, all right, all right. It's overreactions because five it, games into it, it really did. It really did seem like kind of coming into this year, the Bulls and Knicks, a lot of people were putting them, I don't want to say like on the same level necessarily, but people were, I guess, yeah, people were putting yeah, them were. on the same same level. I mean, like, they had basically saying, the same over-under. 41 yeah, and a half yeah. the Knicks. People are saying like these yeah. they're going to be about the same in the East and obviously every Knicks fan in the world is like that's crazy the Knicks are going to be better and every Bulls fan in the world goes that's crazy exactly. the Bulls are going to be better. So I mean this is a good lit- litmus test for both of them cuz like we said the Bull or the Knicks beating the Celtics that's a really good win. Two games against the Magic, who knows what that means. Um and then beating the, the Sixers when kind of Embiid looks shot. Bulls haven't played anybody, so these two going up against each other, it should be a good little uh, little early test for them. You know, and and the way I look at it, and, uh, and curious to get your guys' opinion on it, though, but when I look at these two teams, yeah, the Bulls have a good starting lineup. You know, they have a good, stol- solid starting lineup with Levine, Ball, DeRozan, um, you know, Vuj- and uh, Williams. But to me, I think why I have the Knicks better than them, I, I think we're deeper. You know, off their bench, they have Caruso. You know, Caruso brings energy, does things, you know. Uh, but other than that, you know, I feel like the Knicks' advantage is going to be through the bench. And I think we just have a little bit more depth than them. Um, you know, but I do, like I said, I do recognize it's not like one of those games we're going to walk in and just demolish them, which would be nice. Uh, again, I, I would sign up for that right now. But I just feel like for me seeing that we play the bulls this week i want to win this game i want to win and if we lose the game again it's not i'm not going to come on and be like overreacting like oh god you know fire the, the is falling. yeah you know <laughs> something crazy like you can't that. beat I the mean, bulls yeah i mean I just, I just i don't want to lose it's kind of like when we play the hawks right like now with the, the whole thing mm-hmm. with trey young i don't want to lose to them if, if you do it's a regular season game you know, especially if it's an early one like this, it's not that big of a deal either way. But it is a game just from my competitive side that I want to win. And, you know, I, I just 
if I look for that advantage, I think we have a deeper team than the Bulls. I, I, I'm curious. Would you agree with that, or am I am I coming from left field here? I don't no, think I there's any yeah. argument about that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think that's why you know if, they, if these two teams played in a seven game series, I don't know which way I would go. But regular season, I think the Knicks will just end up outpacing the Bulls just because the Knicks they they have a five 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 man starting lineup that they like, and then they have five guys that they seem to trust pretty well off the bench, even more than that because if you count Taj Gibson. But it seems like they you know that and that's how you that's how you win and you kind of you have consistency in the regular season. Once it gets to the playoffs, obviously rotations shorten up and things change. But I think the Knicks are just built to be a great regular season team. You know, and you kind of walked me into an easy one there, Danny. You said if it's a playoff game or a playoff series, you don't know which way you lean, I'll help you out. Knicks and five. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's why I was laughing. And Just like that Atlanta together. series, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, I got the five right. You know, yeah. hey, you, know, I just, hey, you got you the five right. right. Partial credit. I can't get it all. I can't Partial get it all, credit. okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, but looking at it, we like to talk a little betting. By the way, I'm getting into that. By the way, I've been doing what uh, you know. Chris has said is start off by just practicing, right? By like picking right. lines, things like that. I'm if doing that. Anybody to listen to it's Chris yes. Yeah. So I have been doing that and following it, and I'm feeling a little bit more confident. I might be getting into this gambling game here. Uh, <laughs> now, when I say that, I'm poor. I'm not going to be gambling my mortgage or anything like that. But you know, a few bucks here and there. I'm definitely getting into it. it makes the, it makes it for me. I don't know. I just makes watching a little bit more fun. You know, it gives me something like when I don't give a crap about the teams, like it yeah, gives, gives me some, it, gives kind something of excitement to, to watch. It. Yeah. I mean, in a way it's cursing. Cause you're like freaking out, you know, that you're betting something on it, but <clears> since <throat> it's not that much, I'll be fine. But I look at it, the line right now, according to ESPN, at least bulls, three-point favorite in this. If you're making a bet, you got the Knicks covering this thing or you got the Bulls? I want to know. You're putting your money down on it. Let me know. Uh, I'll start with you, Danny. Three-point spread for the Bulls. You taking the Knicks to cover or the Bulls? Mm. That's a tough one. <laughs> I might, I might, I would probably go with the Bulls just because they're at home. Okay. But I, I think that's I probably know. why they're favorite. I'm not, I'm not a, yeah, I'm not, I, I bet NBA every once in a while just for fun. Never really the Knicks or the Nets, just because yeah, that would get too yeah. frustrating. Yeah, he doesn't um, like betting the Knicks. It's just yeah, it's game. just like this is why it's hypothetical. It, it, yeah, it's There's just no too, money it's too much here. for me. But yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm not a my don't ever take my advice on betting the NBA because I'm usually wrong. I'm taking the Knicks. Yeah, so that's why I said Bulls because yeah. I'm usually yeah. wrong. <laughs> I'm taking the Knicks. Just any analysis on that or just the Knicks? <laughs> Might be just because I'm a fanboy right now. Knicks. Might be more of my fandom kicking out. I refuse to take the ball. I will. I won't take the Hawks in anything. Knicks I, by I just, five. Just won't. Knicks. Knicks. Knicks by, by five. five. No, I'll double that. Knicks by ten. You know. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, of course. But no, I mean, uh, I I get why they're probably favored being the home team in there. But in all seriousness, I I would take the Knicks to cover here. I like the Knicks. Yeah, I I, I do. Take. I think they take this one. They win this game. So they were the um, most they were the most profitable team in the NBA against the spread yeah. last year. Yeah. And I forget the exact like numbers they had for first half spreads, but the Knicks were insane against first half spreads last yeah. year. They won so many times. 
see basketball is like the is the hard like with these spreads that are so tight because you get to the end of the game situations and you get those fouls because you're trying mm-hmm. to stop the clock that's and all why that you stuff. can't bet don't bet I point said, never yeah. never bet and never bet yeah. college basketball no i won't that's what that's what i was about to say is like i kind of learned like, don't do the point to that's like college spread. basketball will be like an 11 yeah. and a half point spread you'll have like it'll be like 10 and there's 10 like five seconds left not even a game and some kid on the team will just go foul stupid you and then, tra- yeah and yeah just, yep. that college basketball is the most the most frustrating that's usually what ends far. up on us it must have been bad beats yeah it must have yeah, been so exactly. easy for donaghy to rig games oh my god so fucking easy <laughs> and the problem with betting on the nba too which we maybe maybe we saw this with Embiid the other day um Guys, sometimes they just don't show up. They just don't want to play. They just don't care. You know, you'll make a, you'll, you'll yeah. bet. And then next thing you know, like their star decides he wants a rest day or not even that. They just don't care. Like guys in the NBA show up to some games and they just mail it in. That's Are you making like, a Kyrie Irving reference? No, I'm just, I'm, can't. I'm saying, making a Kyrie I'm saying, no, I'm I'm saying people who like I'm are just, on, the court, just kidding. on the court collecting a check <laughs> are just like going through the motions, shooting right. a couple threes, like a fake guys, hustle. guys yeah. do not show up to games. And, you can't you know, bet an NBA game until five minutes before tip off because yeah. you look at the Lakers. OKC game. Lakers were a big favorite. And then LeBron, uh, it was announced LeBron's not playing. And now it's down to a four and a half spread. Right. So, yeah. Like yeah. you so if you bet the bet, Lakers before yeah. that, what they were probably like eleven or twelve point. Ba- I think you were like eleven. That. I yeah. think you were eleven. So, so yeah. you go from having them minus eleven with LeBron and AD to, to now you have minus no LeBron. eleven with with yeah. Russ. <laughs> right. Yeah. With yeah, exactly. Who's gonna take thirty shots because he's playing his old team? Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And I'm seeing as well just one of the headline news. Um, Zach Levine has a, a thumb injury. It's just a sprain yeah. left thumb. He's, he's playing through it. He's going to play through, through it. it. Yeah, yeah, so he's not going to yeah, miss yeah. Uh, the game Thursday, which is good. I want them at full strength, um, and I'm looking forward to the game Thursday. I have uh, one of my co-hosts on the show because, again, down here, it's more like when it comes to college sports, college sports are what uh, this market loves more than yeah, yeah. Any, any pro sport. And I've told you guys before, it's not the biggest basketball market. And even those, you know, that like it, they they like they're, they're not even like Charlotte, which is the closest team from here. You know, they like all these uh, different, you know, teams randomly. But my co-host has randomly selected the Bulls to be his uh, his favorite this year. I have no idea why. He made this announcement on social media that he has decided that he is going to give his allegiance uh, to the Chicago Bulls. And I'm going to find out Saturday because this is his first week back. He's been out a couple of weeks, work things. Uh, Birthday was last week, so he took a, took a, uh, took a little vacation, things like that. So he texted me today and goes, I, I, yeah, I see the Knicks are playing the Bulls Thursday night, you know, so – if we lose, I'm going to hear from him. He's been a Bulls fan for a week. You know, <laughs> I typed that. Like, literally, it sounds stupid. It is stupid. But I'm going to get the full story of what what has made his decision going into being a, a, a Bulls fan. Um, that's how it is, though. Like, people, like. Uh, Maybe he looks like good it. in red or something. Yeah, I, I have no idea. So yeah. I'm thinking, great. If I lose this game, 
now I'm going to hear it from him and he's been a fan for a freaking week. That's like the most annoying thing, right? Like somebody that doesn't really actually fully know. And, and, and uh, I don't want to lose this game, guys. I just don't. I want to win this one. Uh, beat the Bulls any, any chance we get. Just like I said, I beat the Hawks, things like that. Now you kind of feel that with Philly, uh, but we kind of got that, you know, off our back getting that win. So overall, good night last night. Hopefully we can continue that on, um, you know, the, the game Thursday against the Bulls, which is on the NBA channel, I believe. So I should be able to not get blacked out and watch that. But that's kind of what I was talking about a little bit yesterday, though, about the game that I felt like when the Knicks kind of had a game like they did against the Magic on Sunday, they usually seem to have an answer and bounce back well. They did that Tuesday. Now let's see if they can pick right from where they left off against the 76ers, go get this win on Thursday night. So with that being said, before I, I wrap it up, want to check with you all, of course, to see if you have anything else you want to add, anything else that you wanted to cover in the podcast. Make sure I don't, uh, you know, Cut it short before you get your piece out. So anything you guys want to add before we wrap it up or we covered it all? I got nothing. All right. Uh, just follow follow all of us on Twitter. Follow the show. Uh, follow Knicks Fan TV and subscribe to the Couch Critic. That's it. Check there it all go. out. And we'll wrap it up and we'll be back soon with another episode of the Knicks State of Mind podcast. <laughs>